Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply this podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Celtic State of Mind. I'm Paul John Dykes and tonight I'm delighted to be joined by Laura Bradbourne. Um, if you are watching on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube and Twitch, welcome to the show. There seems to be a slight issue getting onto the Twitter stream tonight, so if you're on Twitter you won't even know that. Laura, <laughs> um, the first message coming in is that 
We Jamesy was telling Hitati he got man of the match class. Yes, well deserved man of the match performance by the debutant. Let's talk through that first of all. He looked confident. He's got vision, a range of passing. Uh, I mean, as we said at half time, he fits Angie's system perfectly well, doesn't he? Yeah, I think um, I think one thing that we've missed a little bit of is as good as. McGregor's distribution is as good as Turnbull's distribution is. We've missed um, somebody with that extra bit of class when it comes to passing that can really make use of the runs that some of the forward players are making, like Kyogo, um, like Abada, like Jota. And to have Hatati there with the range of passing that he appears to have, the ability to pick players out the way that he's got, um, I'm really excited for what it's going to look like when we're back to full strength up top because I really think he can utilise that and make us very dangerous going forward. The big question, I mean, you bring new talents in, you play them and they're successful, they hit the ground running. The big question then becomes, what's your strongest 11? And that, that's a brilliant dilemma. That's a great headache to have. Not a headache that uh, Ange has enjoyed all that often since he came to Celtic at halftime. We had to curb our enthusiasm a wee bit, Laura. We realised that um, it's easy to get carried away, particularly after the first half that we had watched and enjoyed. Um, a little bit less tempo, a little bit more low-key in the second half, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was one of those cases where, um, I think you said before we, we came on air, job done, and it's one of those situations where I would love for us to have gone out in that second half and beaten them 4 or 5 nil, and really like driven home how dominant we were, but at the end of the day I'll take a, a kind of comfortable second half where we just close out the game and get the job done over, you know, constantly going for it and going for the five or six when it's not necessary. You know, we've seen before Christmas how easily we can injure players and how, how fragile they are in that sense at the moment. So um, I think taking the more cautious approach in this game and making sure we've got a full clean bill of health coming off the pitch at full time was, was probably the right option. Well, after a, a short break since Boxing Day, uh, we get back into the stadiums. It's our first game back after the winter break. And we get the game before our challenges, before Rangers play Aberdeen tomorrow night. How important is it psychologically, Laura, that we've got the points in the bag? Do you think that there is any chance? I mean, we're sitting three points behind at the moment. Is there any chance of Aberdeen doing us a favour tomorrow night? Well, I don't know how much chance there is of them doing that because I don't think they've had the best of seasons. But the least we can do as the team who are in second place is keep the pressure on Rangers, keep them needing to win their games, especially if we play first. You know, we get the chance to to put our points on the board and then it's up to them to try and keep ahead of us and keep the pressure off of themselves. So um, regardless of whether Aberdeen can do us a favour tomorrow night or not, I think we've done our job tonight by getting getting the points on the board and making sure that, you know, even going into tomorrow night, that's hopefully something that's playing on Rangers players' minds uh, for, for their match. The big thing last season, Laura, one of the biggest disappointments was the fact that we didn't put pressure we didn't put pressure on Rangers. At no point did they have to uh, be in that mind space where someone was breathing down their neck. They didn't have that um, issue with you know the crowd being on top of them as well last season. And I just think it would be uh, an interesting proposition to see the Celtic side 
putting Rangers under a little bit of pressure and how they're going to react. And that, uh, obviously, is what we've done tonight by getting the three-point. Yes, it's all about Celtic, of course it is, but you then have one eye on tomorrow night's fixtures, rip-roaring, free-scoring, clashman numpty. Yes, you're absolutely correct. It certainly is that. And uh, we'll have a look at Jack Sporin and see what Jack's saying. Tonight's performance puts down a statement of intent in Ange we trust. Well, I said at the beginning of the game, I'd have played Ralston at right back and Forrest at right wing. Uh, but then I said I trust Ange. So I totally agree with you, Jock. Um, he knows a lot better than I do. Rambo, JP73, how were the new boys? Well, we've spoken about Hatati. We'll start off with Hatati and we'll work through the other two because we did get a look at all three of the new Japanese recruits, Laura. Um, Hatati, I think it's an interesting one because I was quite happy previously with the midfield three of McGregor, Turnbull and Rogic. Again, not getting too carried away with that as a it's only one performance we've seen of Atati, but he certainly looks like a first pick based on that one game. I think what he brings to the team if you're looking at him as a kind of direct replacement for, for David Turnbull is he he ups the intensity of the way that we play, the pace we play at. Um, not necessarily that he's a particularly pacey player by the looks of it, but just the way that he spreads the ball about and is always looking for a pass means that he, he ups the tempo of the play. And I think that that's something that Ange quite clearly wants throughout all aspects of his team from the front to the back. You know, you even go back as far as the goalkeeper. Joe Hart's constantly running, looking for an extra ball as soon as the ball goes out of play. So um, from the back to the front, um, intensity is the name of the game as far as Ange is concerned. And Hatati certainly brings that in spades to an area of the park where it's vital that it's there for us going forward. Well, the question was asked, how were the new boys? And the commenters have come in with their comments. Uh, Stephen Rooney, Hatati was very impressive. Yeah, he certainly was. Jake Ryan, and with another masterstroke with Maeda and Hatati. And of course, we've not seen much of Gucci yet, but uh, Elfin Priest Rio looks unreal. Maeda, more of a raw talent, surprisingly. Gucci kept the ball moving in his 20 minutes. The one thing I would say about Maeda is he's going to cause goalkeepers some issues. We've seen that uh, this season with regards to the pace of Kyogo, um, playing a very tight, kind of like high line off the shoulder of the last defender. Um, he's getting assistant referees in a tiz because they don't know if he's on or offside. On the flip side of that, you're going to have Maeda breathing down the throats of goalkeepers. He's done it two or three times tonight. He's going to get the break of the ball um, if he keeps doing that as well, Laura. Yeah, I think Maeda's game is slightly different to Kyogo's in that I think he looks to me like he's an out-and-out finisher. He looks like he's sniffing about the six-yard box looking for chances and, and it's just a case of us trying to put those chances on a on a plate for him. Um, certainly that was the impression I got from anything that I managed to see of him online once we signed him and um, my attitude to that hasn't changed tonight. We just need to make sure we make those opportunities for him. Um, and what it does as well is it kind of gives us, uh, again, we talked about it before with the strength of the bench we had tonight, but it gives us a different option. What we, do, what we don't always want is a straight-up replacement for any player that we've got. We want players who have a slightly different way of playing, players that give us something different if something isn't working. We have seen a couple of times on occasion um, whatever Kyogo's trying isn't working in particular games and to have Maeda there who's going to offer something slightly different, a bit more of a poacher you might say, um, then I would say that that's, that's definitely a good option to have. 
Yeah, I mean, one of the, the notes I, I put in here is that the it's the composure at Hatati that I was very impressed with as well. Laura, I mean, when you look at uh, Gucci, he's got experience of playing or being with a British club. He's got experience of playing in Europe with a couple of other clubs. And I expected Gucci to be that that second pick. We know all about the relationship between Maeda and Ange Postecoglou. Of course, they played, uh, he played under Postecoglou with his previous club. And by all accounts, he would have been the top of the shopping list, although he went and got Kyogo, which uh, by the looks of things wasn't a bad um, second choice. But I did expect the kind of second player to be Gucci, followed by Hitati. But on that performance tonight, Hitati will be looking for a first-team jersey. Um, there is a suggestion by Jake that Turnbull won't get back in the team. Hitati was exceptional. I always uh, go from the pers- um, I always go for for the um, the guy who's got the jersey keeps it, Laura. Um, if you're in possession of that, then it's down to the you know Turnbull in this case to win it back. Um, is that the way that you think Ange is going to play this? Well, I think if Hatati keeps putting in the performances that that he did in the first half tonight, then he almost makes himself undroppable. You know, you can't you can't just give a, a a shirt back to somebody when they come back from injury just because they've been there before. If somebody's come in in their place and is putting in the performances that merit them staying in the team, then they have to stay in the team. The one thing that I would say is um, it's going to be no bad option if if you've got Hatati and Turnbull to choose between for the number of games we've got towards the end of the season going forward. Um, Choice is something that we've been crying out for and and squad depth is something we've been crying out for. So regardless of whether it's Turnbull or Hatati who makes the the majority of appearances for the second half of the season, the fact that we've got both of them and can choose between them is, is something that's going to benefit the entire team. Yeah, David Boyle comes in. He's talking about the strength and depth as well, Laura. I can't remember us having such a great bench. Kyogo and Julian still to come in. And let's not forget, uh, there is still time to make additions. And I know that Ange has suggested that the business will be done, but he did say that with a caveat, which was depending on if anyone leaves. And the four players I identified at the beginning of the uh, the game was Ayeti, Bakas, Bolingoli and Sorrow. And you look at that list of four players, and if you are able to offload those four players, the wages involved, any transfer fees that you're able to get should the moves be made permanent, then you would guess that there are one or two others that Ange has his eyes on. We know what happened with Riley McGree. Um, You know, I wasn't massively disappointed because he was one of the players whose name came out of nowhere almost, Laura, and we had to go and find out a wee bit more about him. That's fine. He decided to go to Middlesbrough. They had a dig at us on Twitter, but you know what? We're used to that, Laura, right? But if we get rid of those four players... There might even be another couple of additions. And the point I'm making is a Yeti Barkas, Bolly and Sorrow are nowhere near that bench. If you get rid of the four and bring in two who actually are um, considered first-team players, again, that's going to give you more strength. Yeah, it's it's one of these things we can't really afford passengers even at the best of times and I think certainly the four that you've mentioned are passengers they're not going to come in and and strengthen the team or better the team in any way so like you say even if we reduce our numbers slightly by getting rid of the four of them and bringing in two players who we actually want to be in the team then I, I would say that that's, that's got to be an option worth considering I think people misconstrued Ange's words as far as the transfers were concerned it, it came across to me like that 
Riley McGree situation was an opportunity that arose that he wanted to explore, but he obviously wasn't too gutted it didn't come off. But I didn't take from what he said that there would be absolutely no more signings. I, I, I just took that um, certainly the priority is going to be on getting players out the door, but if anything arises that um, might be worth pursuing in terms of bringing somebody in, then it's something that will get looked at. I don't think the door is closed to any more players coming in, but he's, but Ange doesn't strike me either as the type of person who's going to make signings for the sake of it. No, you're right. I mean, you've got guys there who have gone out on loan so far that we're aware of in Henderson and Shaw and potentially Montgomery. There's also been chat of Urugidi going out on loan now. I know, you know, they're nowhere near being first picks, Laura, but they're part of the first team squad. They've all played first team football this season. So there's four out the door potentially. And if you lose any more of these guys that we've mentioned, then I'm pretty sure that changes the whole landscape of what Ange was saying the other day in his press conference. Now, yes, another clean sheet. That's important to point out, Aldo, particularly after the uh, first three minutes where we almost uh, conceded a goal. But what about the chest control from Joe Hart? That was just a touch of class as well. We didn't have that much much to do but the point was made when he was called into action Laura he was solid at the back again yeah, it's a, it's a massive part of the goalkeeping game that I think goes underappreciated especially in a game like tonight for Joe Hart um, that you know so much of that game he wasn't involved in so much of that game was passing him by and it would be very easy you could imagine for him to kind of like be caught not not so much daydreaming, but certainly not paying as much attention to the game as he could be and slightly letting his mind wander. And um, the fact that he seems to be so on top of, you know, being aware of what's going on and, and being ready when required is, is, is great. And I think that's actually, it's a problem that a lot of defenders, I think, experience at Celtic and a lot of goalkeepers. It's a big problem I think Shane Duffy had last season. You know, Shane Duffy was the kind of defender who I think fares well in a team where they're constantly under attack and he's just battering balls away time after time after time. But if they're being asked to play play ball a little bit more and concentrate a little bit more and not be under constant pressure, that can actually sometimes sometimes be a bit harder for defensive players because they have to concentrate that bit more. So um, Joe Hart having that ability and having that skill is something that will only benefit us. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Duffy and you're right. I mean, he was probably used to being under a bit of pressure throughout a game. And then he comes up here and there's passages you play where you've just got to keep your focus and your concentration. One player who did that tonight, I felt, was Kyle Starfelt. We spoke about him before the game. He's now, he's basically in a fight now when you think about it. He's got, you know, Stephen Welsh, a player who the club were keen to keep uh, despite interest from Udinese and also Julien coming back after 13 or 14 months out. By the way, glad to see Abada getting up after his collision with the post as well. Um, what was your thoughts on Starfield's performance tonight, Laura? Um, I thought it was, I thought it was fine. Is the word I would probably use. It was there was no, I had no concerns with it. It wasn't outstandingly good, but it wasn't bad either. And I think he, I think he basically did as much as was required of him. He didn't make any massive mistakes. Um, had a couple of good clearances. Was very dominant in there actually in the first half, especially and. Um, yeah, I just think did exactly what he needed to do. I think if you get performances like that out of Starfield for the rest of the season, then I don't think anybody's got any room to complain, really. No, and uh, obviously we'll 
get on to uh, Jota because he made a return as well. Uh, but the other lone E, which often uh, isn't spoken enough about, I think, is Cameron Carter-Vickers because uh, what he brings to that back line is a calmness, Laura, that, you know, I think it rubs off on the likes of Starfelt. Obviously, they've got a safe pair of hands behind them. But Carter-Vickers, for me, is as important in terms of making the deal permanent as Jota. I know that he doesn't have the entertainment value. Um, he's not as much of a fan's favourite, but I think that just comes down to the fact that, you know, the attacking players are the ones who seem to get more attention. It's always an attacking player that wins the Ballon d'Or, for example. But at the back, I think it's as important to get Carter Vickers on a permanent deal. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Yeah, I mean, you can't have the attacking football that we have and the and the excitement going forward that we have without a solid base to build on. We've talked about Joe Hart, but Carter Vickers is is every bit as important to that. Um, I think we have to pay as much as we're able to pay and try and push the boat out to get him because he really is a... I can't actually think of a player apart from McGregor that is quicker to go on the team sheet than Carter Vickers. He's just such a staple part of the side now and such a reliable um, part of the side that I can't even think of a time, certainly in the past two or three months, where there's ever been an occasion where you've even said, oh, he, that was a rash tackle or he was caught out of position there or he was caught on the turn or anything. He just he just seems to be where he needs to be at all times um, and is just a consummate defender which um, is again something that we were lacking so sorely last season and maybe even the season before um, it's such a almost a luxury to have a player like that and uh, something that I don't think Celtic supporters uh, take for granted The big thing again looking at Loney's Laura we've had uh, good and bad we've had some failures, failures we've had some successes but when I look at some of the guys who have left the club and have become journeymen, you know, and I'm looking at players like Philip uh, Benkovic, uh, John Gadetti, uh, Paddy Roberts, uh, all, all these types of players who leave Celtic after a loan spell, but they never quite find the perfect fit. And as good as he's going to be for us, Cameron Carter-Vickers, I also look at him, I look at his age, the fact that, yeah, his parent club is Spurs and always has been in senior football, but we're his seventh club on loan and there must come a time Laura where a player needs a club that he finds that fit he finds it you know uh, at home he's at home at the club but also it matches his ambition so he can play European football um, he can continue with his international uh, recognition and his aspirations with the USA so I think that it works both ways for a player like Carter because I was ha- I would hate to see him going the same way as the likes of Gadetti and Roberts and Benkovic I think the problem with the the players that you've mentioned is they sometimes, uh, I think, um, you know, get ideas in their head off the back of uh, a good spell with Celtic and forget the history that they had before that brought them to Celtic that perhaps they couldn't reach it at the levels that they wanted to. And they get ideas slightly above their station and leave thinking that, that they're 
their progress is going to continue once they once they leave Celtic. Hopefully, with Carter Vickers, what you're seeing there is somebody that goes right. I've been at Spurs long enough. The chance would have come if it hasn't come already. Um, Celtic's been a good uh, platform for me. They're offering me everything that I want in terms of exposure and football and things like that. And for for them as well, maybe a chance to sign permanently for us get a get a, a first team starting berth and get a settled uh, you know place at a football club. I think part of the problem with being one of these journeymen is you never feel entirely settled anywhere or, or fully part of the setup. And I think there's a lot to be valued in that. And hopefully Carter Vickers can see that. Um, we can match what his financial ambitions are as well as his playing ambitions and keep him at the club even if it's for a few years until he gets a, a permanent move elsewhere. But I think that we've shown him enough as far as the club's concerned to, to hopefully convince him to stay and, and certainly he's a player that I would want to stay if we can keep him. I, I do think it's different obviously in the modern game um, as it had been previously and we did speak about some of the players that we're getting the longevity out of which is actually unusual uh, these days Laura but you know you look at a player there's, there's been moves afoot in Scottish football today for example you've got Tony Watt and Tony Watt Excel, famous, always will be for that goal against uh, Barcelona. But you look at the the plethora, to use that famous word again, um, of clubs that he's been at. And it seemed as though he had found a perfect fit with Motherwell, yet he has moved once again. And this time he's ended up at Dundee United as well. And I just think that sometimes it's best to find a home where you can maybe even stay there for about three years. I don't expect in the modern age for players to stay any longer than that. I really don't, particularly when you buy them in. But moving every year to different countries and every club, different clubs, Laura, I mean, it must be really unsettling. I mean, these guys uh, are are not robots and they've got families and, and obviously their environments and their home and, you know, teammates and changing to a different team every other year. So I, for me, um, Cameron Carter-Vicker has to be uh, a permanent signing. Now, there's been a few birthdays coming in on the comments section. You could tell me it's your birthday and I wouldn't even know it. But Marky Mark 67, it is your birthday today. Nice present. Uh, and by the way, if you were born in 67, a very happy birthday to you as well. Here's one from Mika. Um, let's see if we agree with this. A night where Cal Mack and Rosic were poor by their standards and we still walked at happy days. Um, I don't know about uh, McGregor. I know he wasn't as involved in a lot of the play as, as we might expect. And Rogic, again, there were um, moments where, you know, generally he's maybe held onto the ball a wee bit longer than he should have done. Laura, but I think this is more down to the, the guys around about them excelling and guys like Katati really stepping up tonight. And, um, you know, you can get away with a six now and again when your teammates are pulling it out the bag like that. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, was it Rogic's best performance of the season? No, it really wasn't. But um, I wouldn't say he was poor. I, I think that is maybe a bit harsh. Um, I think, like you say, um if we've got a team full of players who can step up to the mark and share the responsibility and put in performances uh, when other players aren't playing at their best, then that's what you need from a, from a team. And um, We can't expect players like McGregor, Rogic, Hart um, to carry us week in, week out. We need other players to step up, and I think they all did that tonight, and uh, we didn't suffer for it. Rogic still looked like he was trying to create, like he was trying to make things going forward. Um, it just wasn't coming off for him tonight, but um, 
the, the least you can ask for is, you know, you're not always going to get the, the rub of the green. You're not always going to get luck as far as that's concerned. The least you can ask for in these situations is that players are at least trying their best. And I don't think anybody can doubt that from Rogic tonight. No, uh, you're absolutely right. Now, when I'm looking at some of the comments coming through, uh, Ewan's feeling good about that win. He thinks it's coming home. Um, we shall see. I know that when it comes down to that question with Ange Postacoglu, he doesn't really enter into the discussion. He just continually talks about the development of the side um, and trying to stick to the principles that he's implementing at Celtic. Uh, we've also got Johnny Ryan. It all uh, came down to money with Tony Watt. It often does with players, but you know, I just something think when you look at um, his career, I'm just using his as an example because it's fresh, he, he moved today um, his career for example, yeah he might be able to make a wee bit more money elsewhere because I mean we're not talking life changing sums of cash, it's Motherwell to Dundee United rather than you know a big move down south for example Laura and I just think that sometimes if you're, if you're settled and you're performing better than you have done for years then you know sometimes it's better to stick where you are but we'll see where that uh, move takes him and we'll see if he is a success what about the fullbacks tonight then that was a point of discussion before the game Laura I had said that I thought Ralston should be playing right back you suggested Scales might get a game at left back but they were both pretty solid tonight weren't they? I, I thought they were both solid defensively and Juranovic certainly offered an awful lot going forward um, for me Taylor is probably the only player I would say I had uh, question marks over tonight. I, I think he was uh, shown for being slightly a level below most of the other players in the team, certainly in an attacking sense. Uh, I, I can remember a couple of moves that, that we had breaking down when it got to Taylor. So um, I, I certainly think attacking-wise, um, he wasn't up to the standard of Juranovic over on the other side. But defensively, he put in a great shift. Martin Boyle again didn't didn't have much joy, uh, same as in the cup final. So um, from that point of view, he's certainly done a job for us. And I think, like we said before the match, I think that'll have been in Ange's head when he was making that selection. Um, do I think that Taylor's the best option we have at left back going forward? Probably not for me. I, I think I do prefer scales, but um, certainly um, he's, he's, you know, a good option to have, certainly domestically. Um, and I think that's, that's all you can ask for just now. But I would be hoping that one of the next signings that we do make is is another permanent left back, somebody who's dedicated to that position. Because even Scales, who I'm suggesting is a left back, there's some question mark over whether he's better as a centre half or a left back. And the idea that we could get, a, you know, a left sided version of Juranovic would be the ideal. Um, I know you can't just pick players like that out of nowhere, but it would certainly be my preferred option going forward. Well, I've been impressed with the vast majority of the signings, Laura. I mean, the, the quality player that we're bringing in, I'm pretty sure that, you know, uh, there are options there in terms of whether or not we want to strengthen a left back. I remember a few weeks ago, I think it was Brian said on the bulletin, it all comes down to numbers in that position and maybe looking at whether or not we could go into the market until, or before rather, we get rid of a body or two. And I think that uh, Montgomery's on his way out on loan and the, the club will make, be making big efforts to get rid of ball and goalie as well. It's just never going to happen for him. He's had a couple of games this season, uh, but it looks as though his history has caught up with him and his uh, future lies elsewhere. Once that happens, I'm pretty sure we will go out. And when you're going out, I don't think we're going out to buy a backup. Like you say, let's go out and buy someone who you might look at as being your first choice. A couple of the subs that came on tonight, 
uh, as well as the Japanese singers who we've already discussed, Jota and Yakamakis. Let's start off with Jota. So he comes back in, didn't have much time to really get involved in the game. His headband has been commented on because obviously we all love his hair. But when he is fully fit, Who's playing down the flanks? I mean, we've now got, once again, we've got options. I think he's a first pick down the left. If that's the case, who do you play down the right? I think, for me, the first pick down the right is a fully fit James Forrest. I don't think it even comes close between him and Abada, to be absolutely honest. But having said that, I thought Abada put in a decent shift tonight up front. Um, I thought he he tried to have an impact in the game. He tried to make a difference and... Uh, you know, came close on a couple of occasions to making decent chances. But uh, yeah, no, for me, Forrest is still streets ahead. Um, it's going to probably need to be a toss-up between the two for a, for a period of time until Forrest really gets that match sharpness back that he's been looking for all season. But uh, if, you're, if you're asking me about between a fully match sharp uh, James Forrest and Abada, it's no contest and it's Forrest for me. Pat, I can assure you, I would never time you out for mentioning that beautiful installation on the top of Jota's head. Absolutely not. I don't know what's happened there, but you're still in the game. Um, the other substitution, of course, was Yakamakis. Um, and again, he's had a bit of stick, I guess. And we know what happened against Livingston. But prior to that game, and in particular in the European performances that I've seen, Laura, I was impressed with him holding the ball up. He's got He's definitely got a bit of upper body strength. And I've seen that again tonight when he came on. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing I would say about him when I when I watched the, the period of time that he was on tonight was he was a perfect option to come off the bench tonight to kind of see out the game, to keep the ball up in their half, to, to keep it away from our defence. I think what's disappointing me is I was expecting a different player to come in based on the scoring form that he had last season more of a goal scorer now it might be that it might be that he needs a few more games from the start or to come on at a time where we're pushing for a goal more to to for us to see that difference but the fact that he's got both sides to the game hopefully the goal scoring will come but also that physical side of a kind of Chris Sutton type way where he can hold the ball up in the in the uh, in the final third uh, is going to be a benefit for us, especially in games like tonight where we're trying to see it out. Uh, and before anybody mentions, I am not saying he is the next Chris Sutton. <laughs> That's what I heard, Laura. Um, <laughs> the big thing for me is there are different types of players that offer you different options, and there are going to be times as as spectacular a, a performance as we've seen from Maeda or Kyogo, there's going to be times where it's just not working for them and you need a different approach. And I think what we've got with Yakamakis is someone who's a completely different style of player, Laura. And it's options like that that I felt we really lacked last season, particularly up top. We really didn't have the options up top and we didn't have the variety of players to, to cause any kind of problems. We're too predictable. And I think if you throw on a player like Yakamakis, a completely different player. Um, if a, a centre-half's having a good game and he's quite comfortable regarding you know who he's marking be that Kyogo or Mieda and you throw in Yakamakis completely different thing to deal with so I think that is going to work in our favour as well and yeah I've got to agree with this Jamesy is a living legend someone else also comes into reminders that we are playing Alawa in the cup at the weekend it's an away tie uh, let's look ahead very quickly to that um, and the kind of changes that you make I'm always loathed to make 
big changes in a game like that. I remember uh, Greenock Morton at home where we played uh, a team that was just chucked together and they went and beat us in the Cup and the League Cup in Neil Lennon's first tenure as manager. I think you play the strongest possible team you can, even if it's against Alawa at the weekend, Laura. Yeah, I think apart from anything else, you know, we're just coming back from a break. The the players will need to get up to match sharpness and match fitness because it's very easy to lose that. And over the past few weeks, I'm, I'd be, not be surprised if they have lost it to some extent. Uh, I would love to see us play, if not exactly the same team tonight, certainly a stronger team if we can get uh, some of the other players to come back in who didn't feature tonight. Um, maybe even a chance for somebody like Yakimakis to start and see if he can bag a couple of goals just to get his confidence up. But yeah, for the for the main spine of the team, I would say consistency is the is the key. And um, you know, there's that old adage in football that winning's a habit, and that doesn't matter whether you're playing in the Champions League or whether you're playing in the Scottish Cup. It's it's the same. So um, yeah, I would be I would be doing the utmost to try and keep the team as as consistent as possible for for fitness and for for that kind of winning habit reason as well. No, I do agree with that. It was an enjoyable night tonight. Yeah, first half was tremendous. Second half, um, I don't think we took the foot off the gas. I actually think you've also got to look at the opposition and the way that Maloney shaped up in the second half. And it was a much more difficult game to play. But we came away with the three points. We will see what happens tomorrow night at Pataudry. We've been sitting on about 1,500 live, which is unbelievable when you think about it. Um, Listening to us talking about that game. Thanks, everybody, for getting involved. We really do appreciate um, all your involvement, all your comments and all your support. And all that's left for me to say once again, Laura Bradburn, thanks for joining me on A Celtic State of Mind. may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head, comb it over, wear a hat? Just stop. This is in 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration experts, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to anyone that texts EASY to 203203. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad, because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part? Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let Bosley show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text EASY to 203203. That's E-A-S-Y to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for 
based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com slash internet for details. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.